0: Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. This is my dad, Ted. Welcome to the Smart Thinking Podcast. I'm your host, Ted Nightsky. Anger and emotions are strategically counterproductive. I saw that in print in 1998 when I was reading my St. Nick's gift from my wife, Megan, in the book, The 48 Laws of Power. It's one of the best books I've ever read, with one exception. It's about power. I'm not really into the maniacal elements of the text, but the book, well, it taught me a ton of what to look for in the motivations of others. The title of this week's podcast is Exhaust Insanity with Curiosity, because I heard myself say it to two different groups last week when they were trying to figure out what to do with the blind criticism of either themselves or their leadership from other people. We now live in a world where it is too easy to have an opinion without merit and we see people quoting other people's editorials or opinions as facts. Now, as a guy with a history degree, I tend to really get wild when people quote quotes of other people's thoughts and thoughts and there is no reflection on the part of someone who is saying all this stuff while firing off triple copied opinions of others. It got me thinking that we need to do some smart thinking about what to do with people who offer criticism without solutions or or criticism without facts to me that is an offense of the highest merit someone who comes in all emotionally fired up and has talked themselves into a reality that may not be real and then unloads in public or during a meeting or on social media and why well it usually stems from a complete inability or unwillingness to take the time to seek out the truth As a result, this lack of curiosity causes us to develop, as Johnny Cuff in his book with the same name says, a soundtrack that we keep playing back to ourselves on repeat. We actually begin to convince ourselves that the world is out to get us or that others are lying, and we find nuances and coincidences. And as a result, we convince ourselves of new truths and we get stuck on a repeating loop. Remember, We are leaders who have influence over other people, and as a result, we need to focus on solutions and addressing the cyclical issues with new behaviors. Teach others how to approach their problems and seek other ways to approach the things that bother us. Now, buffalo leaders learn these techniques, and then they charge into the storm. And our guiding behaviors as buffalo leaders are empathy. We try to understand the person in front of us without judgment and reflection wondering about the why behind what they're doing. Combine these principles, practice them, and surround yourself with others who are in the same situation, <laughs> and you'll be in a position to really support a positive outcome and future for everyone around you as well as yourself. Now, how do we do all of this? Well, we have to practice, and it starts, it starts with being curious. I'm pretty inquisitive by nature and have a strong sense of wonder which is an annoying characteristic in the eyes of my own children, but it is very helpful for me so that I can patiently learn about the people in my life and leadership. It helps me and other leaders determine how to best make and take on the issues and opportunities that are relevant for us, especially relevant for those around us, and it can carry the day for you socially and emotionally. We need to proactively address insane and ignorant narratives that hold teams and others back by addressing them through curiosity. Let me tell you a quick story to help make this make sense. If you and I ever went for a walk, you may or may not like what happens. As I walk, I'm constantly looking around my environment, stopping to occasionally look up at the canopy above me in the forest or the cityscape or the blue skies or whatever. I also say hello to everyone and often inquire with random strangers. Compliment them on what they're wearing or what they're doing. I have no idea why, but as far back as I can remember, I've just always done it. This sometimes intrusive sense of wonder has led to some amazing life experiences, and one of them happened this summer with my daughter Grace. We were in the Rocky Mountain National Park and we were hiking a seven mile in and out that took us to the top of a mountain as we passed tourists who were on vacation and didn't realize what these hikes actually meant and passed them as they were completely exhausted because they'd never been on something like this before i would stop ask questions grab cell phones from short-armed people trying to take selfies with everything in the background and take the picture or just stop up and stop by and strike up conversations with them my kids and i have always packed our backpacks With things like water, snacks, hammocks, a knife, first aid stuff, and wet wipes, a book, and usually a speaker. Yeah, I said wet wipes. That's the best thing to have in your backpack. Anyway, as a result of always having all the gear, we usually end up helping others. And I enjoy it. I have a lot of experience outdoors, and I am what people call a gearhead, so I've always got lots of stuff. So, we were walking, and we passed an elderly man that I briefly mentioned in episode 236. He looked pretty old, and we walked by him, and I simply said hello, inquiring to make sure he was okay and didn't need anything. Now, he had on all of the newest gear and had a walking staff, a large bucket-style hat, and a water bottle. So he looked like he knew what he was doing. Grace and I kept going, and about 15 minutes later, we ran into a couple that was a few years older than us. Not us. (laughs) A lot older than Grace. A few years older than me, in their mid-50s and they asked if we had seen an older gentleman behind us and how far behind he was. And we answered, and then they said, it's our dad. Oh, my heart swelled with the idea that maybe I be that old and my family would still go hiking with me. And Grace and I just kept moving. As we summited, we got to the top and spoke with several other people, a family from Michigan that asked me to take all of their holiday card photos, an art teacher from Vermont that was really curious about how Grace scored so well on her AP art projects, and a young man from Virginia who told us this was his opportunity to go to Colorado and solidify himself before starting his career because he had just graduated from college. Grace and I took a couple of pictures of our own on top of Deer Mountain, and then we started our descent. We were clipping down the hill because we had seen a great spot off the trail and we were hungry, and we wanted to hang our hammocks and put up the speaker and have lunch and relax. But then we came upon the older gentleman. He was standing there on a stoop, catching his breath. I asked him if he had caught up to his kids. And then the coolest thing happened. He and I grew curious. I wanted to know how in the world he was out here, and he wanted to know all about, not me, Grace. He told us that his 88th birthday was in a week and that he had grown up in Oklahoma and moved to Colorado to go to college. He then stopped and looked at Grace and said, hey, what are you, about 17? Grace looked stunned. No one older ever guesses ages correctly of young people. And she said yes. And then for the next 15 minutes, we experienced a complete wisdom dump. He kept asking Grace questions and he kept sharing his wisdom. He would say things to her like, do you like it out here? Grace would say, yes. Well, then you should go to school out here. Are you afraid that you'll be too far away from home? And Grace would say, yeah, I am. I, I kind of want Well, guess what? He'd tell her. I bet you come out here for school. Your family will follow you. Do you like Boulder? Grace was like, yeah, it's great. Well, then you should come out here. You should go to school here. You should do it. Then he asked her, well, what do you want to do? Grace said, well, I want to be a teacher. He then goes on about how great the teacher prep program is at Colorado University Boulder, how great the schools are, how many opportunities there will be, how people really respect educators. And then he goes on to forecast her entire life. A life, as he described it, of complete happiness by telling us all of the adventures she'll take, all of the things she can do, how he came out here, how he cross country skis in mountain valleys and hikes in the winter and goes ice skating up on mountain ponds, and how he took the chance when he was younger to move out here and then his entire family followed. He maintained curiosity with grace and shared how he hikes a trail every single day, even now that he's 88 years old. Plus, the trail we were on, although it wasn't too difficult as far as mountain hiking and elevation go, I could not see myself doing a trail like that when I was 88 years old. I mean, all these tourists were nearly dying going up the hill. It was steep. But he told me, you follow Grace out here and you'll be in shape the rest of your life. Through his curiosity, Grace walked away with statements like, hey, you can get out here. Get yourself where you want to be. Don't ever let people define you and you'll create a happy life. Look at me. I'm 88. I'm still climbing mountains. Now, how did I remember that? I stopped, literally stopped, opened up my phone to my notes and typed it out. What a great quote. What great wisdom from someone who is so much older than my daughter. Grace, get yourself where you want to be. Don't ever let other people define you, and you'll create a happy life. I so badly wanted to get his name, but then in an instant, he said, "Hey." I used to do this trail in three hours, but now it takes me much longer, closer to five, but it's the best of days for me. We asked him what other trails he had done, and he listed every one he had done that week, all of them, much more difficult than the one we were on. He then whisked away, saying goodbye, and he walked up the mountain. Honestly, if he had looked like Morgan Freeman, I would have assumed that Grace and I had just met God. He was so inspirational, kind, caring, willing to grace us with wisdom, and he was so curious. We walked another mile, set up our hammocks, and all we could do was talk about this nameless and wonderful man. Grace quickly reflected on the fact that he was so curious and then used all of the answers to our questions to share honest wisdom and facts with us. We still talk about him, and I can see his kind and soft face as I speak these words. I really think it was God. Anyway, after working with different groups this week and hearing myself supporting others with the statement, Exhaust Insanity with Curiosity, I thought of how wonderfully curious the unnamed mountain man was. And here, here is the challenge in thinking behind the strategy we're going to talk about right now. Change your behavior. When you are confronted in a meeting, in an email, or other setting, one of the things you must do is stay calm. Stay calm and recognize that the person in front of you, or the sender of the email, has developed a story in their head that cannot be changed, at least not yet. They have likely firmly planted themselves onto this position, and they're ready to go at it with their ideas. They have likely surrounded themselves with other people who believe the same thing and sought further evidence to prove themselves correct, have had their opinions validated by multiple thumbs up on Facebook. They have likely contrived ideas and information from opinions, been fueled by others who are unlikely to challenge their passionate position, and have now found the courage within themselves to confront you or others. When we find ourselves in this position, either as a receiver or a bystander, we have to. We have to have the courage to confront the other ideas or person. However, here is where we too often fail. Because we meet passion with passion We dig trenches and lock in our positions. We fail to recognize that all we need to do is break the cycle by engaging in intentional curiosity. Insanity is defined many ways, but continuing to do the same thing, make the same argument, oppose with ignorance, and fail to be empathetic? Well, that is the insanity that I'm talking about. Be smarter and find yourself in a new position the next time you're being confronted in a manner that is untrue. Stop. And be curious. Have you ever been on the receiving end of an email that is accusatory and fails to recognize that the receiver, you, has a heartbeat and a soul? Well, I have. They are nasty. They hurt. They stick with you. However, the worst thing you can do is immediately go on the defense and start firing off on a response. We need to maintain curiosity. Let's talk this through for a second. The next time you are hit with information or opinions that you do not believe or are developed from a string of baseless and nonsense claims, stop and thank the other person. Yeah, thank them. Here is what smart thinking buffaloes do. You respond by thanking them for bringing this perspective to your attention. Then, like a detective, start asking questions to build your own empathy and find out how someone got to this position or mindset that's so far off from reality or the truth about you or what you represent. Leadership is about influence. It is also difficult when you are on the receiving end of what you believe to be an unfounded criticism or accusation. So instead of playing tennis with a hand grenade, catch the grenade, Put the pin back in it and hand it back by asking questions like this Hey, thank you very much for bringing this to my attention. Could you please explain how you arrived at this line of thinking? Could you please share with me the evidence for this idea? Hey, would you mind providing me further background as I try to understand this position or your line of thinking? What caused you to come to these conclusions? Where did you hear this information? And what did I do to lead you to these ideas? I want you to think about all the cyclical battles you've been in. People are rarely willing to change their minds or positions, admit they're wrong, or be willing to be honest or open to other perspectives. Unless, unless they reflect. You can't force people to change, but you, you can help them. People who want to argue are very willing to continue with that level of energy and are more than willing to continue sharing their ideas unless you break that cycle which is why you need to meet their insane claims and ideas with inquiries. Questions that build your empathy and knowledge, grow wisdom, and most importantly, well, these questions provide the opportunity for the other person to start thinking about and seeing another perspective, because now they have to explain it. It's very easy to say someone's stupid, but what's that based upon? Why do you have that idea? Help me understand that. It's very easy to imply that someone's being dishonest. It's very easy to make accusations that you're not doing the best for them or their children or other people, but it is very difficult to reflect and say, well, this is why I think that. So sometimes we need to help them with their own perspectives because the more curious you get, the more opportunities to engage in reality, and the more opportunities you get to provide evidence for them through their own reflections it works. I know. I do this a lot. And this summer, the mountain man only solidified for me the power of being curious. And the only way to engage others who are bent on their position is to get them to reframe it for you and answer questions with the evidence you're looking for in order to be truly understanding of how someone could come to such a position. There is a great quote from George Bernard Shaw. I learned a long time ago never to wrestle with a pig. You get dirty And besides, the pig likes it. Now, what I want you to do is as you're standing there looking at the metaphorical pig who's baiting you to wrestle with them, stop. Instead, ask the pig, why do you want to wrestle with me? Learn their motivations. Understand through empathy. And then determine if you're going to put the energy behind getting dirty when there is likely no need to engage in a cycle that will never, ever, ever end. Learn. Grow wise, be curious, and break these cycles by inquiring with frequency. It gets the other person to reflect, and many times it exhausts them to the point where they just don't want to argue anymore because you're not engaging in the insanity. You're inquiring to understand. And once in a while, (laughs) you'll land upon someone who will, through your curiosity, actually change their mind. So let's do some smart thinking. Describe how you can break cycles of insanity through curiosity. List people you need to apply this process with. Describe past instances where you would have been successful engaging in curiosity versus simply engaging. That's it. That's the Smart Thinking Podcast. Hey, as always, thank you for listening. And please share this episode with others who need leadership fuel. Please also rate and share this episode with me, and make sure that I hear back from you what I can do better or what you need more of. And finally, thank you to the Wellpennies for their great music. Follow them and Golden Bear Records on whatever platform you find your music. This week, I really want you to charge into this smart thinking by increasing your willingness to change for others and seek solutions to cyclical arguments. Withdraw. Seek to understand and find yourself in a better leadership position socially and emotionally. Here's how I know it works. The curiosity of our newfound friend on the mountain had significant consequences. Grace made up her mind before meeting him that she would never, ever, ever go to college anywhere out of the state. As a matter of fact, she didn't want to go anywhere that was more than an hour away from home. She wanted to be able to see us, come home whenever she wanted to, and be able to travel without any major issues. Well, once the man on the mountain had been done inquiring with Grace, she asked me, Dad, Tomorrow, can we go to Boulder and see the university? She then started telling herself and me that she could see herself going to school here. Then, months later, she said, Hey, while I'm applying for schools, let's apply to Colorado University Boulder and see what happens. She had been steadfast in her position prior to meeting the man on the mountain. She was unwilling to be encouraged by anyone in her family circle or friends to go off and follow her adventurous heart. But one one interaction with the man on the mountain fueled by his curiosity and suddenly i'm out $85 for an application fee to the colorado and grace is now visualizing herself in all parts of the world that is why we are all leaders and we need to be curious buffaloes inquiring as people are inviting us into a storm of their own creation and that's why we need to constantly be looking for ways to grow and learn through the ideas and wisdom of others. This week, challenge yourself, and instead of reacting to the words or accusations of others, be curious. Wonder aloud instead of standing or being a bystander, and make the other person reflect through great questions. Who knows? Maybe Grace will get herself in the mountains, and maybe someday I'll be in my 80s climbing mountains and sharing wisdom through curiosity. And maybe... Maybe you'll be doing the same. And wouldn't that be great? Today's Golden Bear artist is Plumero, and the song is Whenever the Wind Blows. I love this lyric and I thought it was perfect for today. We don't know how important the present is, we focus on to be and what has been.
1: Spend too much time looking in the mirror. Waiting for an answer to appear Spend too much time being stressed out Cause we don't know what life's all about We're supposed to be taken in Laying all out Wherever the wind blows oh 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 We start screaming, and shout because we you're stressed out And don't know Oh. Don't know We're supposed to be taking it in, laying it all out, wherever the wind blows. Oh, 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 we start to scream and shout, cause we're stressed out, and we don't know When you don't know